Hey Seeker, welcome to the Awakening Her podcast. I am so grateful that you've been led here and I'm excited for you that you're answering the call to manifest more magic in your life by mastering the law of attraction. So cool. My name is Talia and I'm committed to cutting the fluff and showing you exactly how to manifest more excitement, ease, success, abundance, confidence, love, and anything else you've been craving. So if you're ready to crack the code on manifestation, amplify your intuition, and play in the quantum, we are now besties. Let's do this. Hello, my loves. Welcome back to another episode of the Awakening Her podcast. I'm so excited. This is my favorite place to be. I've got an amazing topic for you today that was completely downloaded in a moment of flow and peace, and I'll tell you all about it. But before I launch in, I just want to say hi. If you're new to the podcast, my name is Talia Joy. I am a manifestation mentor, an intuitive, a mom, a regular girl on an island in Canada on the west coast, Vancouver Island. And I'm just here to help you awaken to your gifts, awaken to what it means to be human, and really to create the life that you want. Because as we start to hack this life and really step into our next level, it gets so yummy, it gets so delicious, and we're able to manifest the things that we want and really create a life that lights us up and is filled with freedom and joy, and that's where I come in. So welcome, welcome, and if you're not new to the podcast, welcome back, homie. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you for tuning in week after week. This is truly a magical place, and I'm honored to have you in my space and me be in your space and all that good stuff. Another thing before I start is I wanted to mention that I am now offering breakthrough intuitive mediumship sessions. So what is this? It is a chance for us to sit down one-on-one and I channel you to your next level. I channel source and spirit guides and whoever wants to come forward. And our focus is what is holding you back and what do you need to move forward? So I've been having these sessions recently. I've been doing them. They've kind of just crept into my existence and they have been so powerful and so incredibly transformative for me and for the seekers that are obviously having the reading. It's just been amazing. So what my intention is, is for you to be able to see what it is that is causing resistance in your life. So the people that are going to want to take this um, session are the ones that want to hear what's going on. They want to shine a, a spotlight of love on the situation. They want to have that guidance, right? So it's about seeing where you're holding yourself back, seeing what's going on, getting reassuring, loving, channeled words from source and guides. It's really incredible. One of the things that I do in my sessions that I've never seen anyone do, but I feel like is part of what I meant to do is I want you to have some very physical advice of what to sort of go and do. And then also the mindset shift that you need. So I'm going to be calling forward that exactly. 
the physical thing that source needs you to sort of do the change, the action, the step, as well as the thing in your mind that needs to be shifted, needs to be transformed, needs to be dissolved. So that is my intention for these sessions is to really have you break through to the next level because I am just starting to offer these. I'm actually offering them at a discount. So if you're interested in hopping into the first 10 or so that I'm going to, you know, offer publicly at a reduced rate, then the link is in the show notes. It'll take you straight there. It's such a cool, powerful session. It's done over Zoom and it's about 45 minutes to an hour where you can come pick the area of life or two areas of life that you want us to look at and we're going to break you through to your next level. Okay, on with the show. So today we are talking about modern spirituality. And this isn't a term, I mean, I'm sure other people have said it, but it's not something that I'm getting from anywhere. This is what I am calling it. This is what was channeled through to me. This came to me actually on my birthday on November 4th, and I was spending the day the way that I wanted to. I went down to a beautiful lookout point over the ocean right near my house. It's like thick forest and then cliffs and ocean, and it's just the most beautiful place to be. So I was sitting there. I brought a journal and it had been raining, but it wasn't raining anymore. And the rocks are all covered with moss and everything was just so wet and beautiful. And it was windy and the ocean was just like smashing up on rocks. And it was, it was so epic and beautiful and such the air was so clear and clean and it just felt so good. So I was standing there and I was looking out at the ocean and probably calling forward whales. I won't be, I won't lie. I'm always calling forward whales. But anyways, I was standing looking out at the ocean and I just had this stream of thought come and it was like, you know, I live five minutes from here and not everybody does, but everybody has somewhere that they can escape to, even if it's your own bedroom or it's a park nearby or it's the ocean or a beach or forest or something. We all have some place. Like I say, even if it's snuggling into your bed and going to your comfy space, but it takes actually going and doing it that makes the difference in people's lives. And so this is where all of a sudden I heard the term modern spirituality. And what this means is being spiritual, being on this path of enlightenment and higher consciousness and awareness and manifestation in modern times. So the another phrase that came to me is the modern monk, which I love. There could easily be a episode about that, maybe a course about that, something about that, because it's such a great word or a term. And so what I think of and what I see here, what Source is showing me is how to be a monk in modern times, how to be on that path of enlightenment in a world where we do have kids and jobs and pressures and we have health concerns and worries about our family and about our friends and about politics and about so many things in the world, right? We've got food that has chemicals in it. We've got rushing and We've got busy, packed lives with lots of triggers all the time. And this makes it difficult to set aside 90 minutes a day for meditation or to, you know, create that Zen space in the morning and then not get thrown off over the course of your day, right? We live a very packed life right now. And so I feel like it's very important to talk about what spirituality means in these modern times with modern details, with a pandemic, with, 
you know, political craziness going on. So we're living our lives with these issues, with these concerns. And so what does this mean to be spiritual in this time? What does that look like? And is it different than, you know, what it used to be? And I think it is different. I think as the times change and our reality shifts, what is expected of us, what is doable, what we have access to changes, right? So today I just really want to talk about that. The, you know, I see sort of the woman or the person who we're kind of messy, we're trying to juggle all the things. Maybe you've got kids and you're packing lunches and there's dance recitals and there's, you know, all the stuff, or maybe there's jobs and there's coworkers and promotions and forms and, you know, all the things. This is what life is right now, right? And we have to learn to embrace the mess. I'm going to get into that more. So today I've got three points of what I think we need to do in this modern time to find our center, to be advancing spiritually and consciously and creating our best life, but also being real to the time that we are in and the, and sensitive to the stresses going on and the chaos that is being handed to us in any one day. So the very first thing that I think is important to talk about is I want to tell you and give you permission to stop pretending that you have to be a monk. (laughs) So stop pretending that you have to be perfect. I know you have a voice in your head saying you should be meditating more. You should be gratitude journaling more. You should be reading more books. You should be having more baths. You should be out in nature more. You should be exercising more. You should be connecting with spiritual guides and pulling angel cards more. You should get more mediumship readings. You should, 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 right? In regards to our spirituality, we often think that we should be doing a lot more. So the very first thing that I want you to do is stop pretending you have to be a monk. You do not have probably hours a day available to you to meditate, right? You may not be able to start your day in some gracious gratitude ritual. And I know this very well. I have three kids and my youngest is a year and a couple months. So at this point, I'm not waking up with a big gratitude stretch and a connection to Archangel Michael. And I'm woken up to pokes and prods and 530s in the morning. And, you know, it's not a gracious awakening. So I really do still need to grasp to the fact that I'm not expected to be perfect. I don't need to start the day the way that somebody else starts the day. My center is my center. And when I find how to find it for myself, that's what's going to work for me. So I don't want you to pretend that you have to be doing what other people are doing, right? I know people who can't stand journaling and other people who can't stand visualization. Some people want to write in their journal and some people don't, right? Some people want to go out on the deck and fresh get the fresh air in their lungs at 6 a.m. and other people want to sit in silence on their meditation pillow. It's all good. So that's the first thing is you don't need to be a monk. You need to embrace your mess. Embrace that life is crazy. Embrace that you're thrown off a hundred times a day. Embrace that you feel often like you don't know what the F is going on or you haven't got it all together. And that's completely normal. When it comes to your spiritual practice, it shouldn't be any more than what you can do. I want you to remember that the universe has your back. The universe is working for you. Not just if you have hours in the day or not, it doesn't mean you're succeeding if it looks any one way. 
So I want you to start to think about spirituality and presentness practices, and I'm going to break it down in step two about some ideas of what to focus on. But whatever it is that your spiritual practice looks like, whether you want to be pulling angel cards for yourself or doing gratitude journaling, the things that do really resonate with you, you know, yoga, meditation, what are the things that you really do want to be doing? And then how can we work it into your life as it is? So one example is my husband and I will sometimes do a meditation track with our kids before bed. And recently we were both getting the inner call to have more silence and meditate more. So we're bringing that back. We're doing it with the kids right before they go to bed. So it's not, again, it's not the monk where I'm sitting in hours of meditation, but 10 minutes of us all laying on the floor in a dark room in silence is really good for us. It's better than nothing, right? We can't fall into all or nothing thinking. And that's when it has to be everything or it's like F it throw in the towel. It's nothing, right? And we we all fall fall into that trap. I have definitely fallen into that. And that's often what we're feeling is we need to do half an hour of exercise five days a week in order to feel successful. We can't justify just doing a few push-ups now or chugging some water now. It's like, well, what's the plan, right? We got to do it all. And that's not the way it works. Modern spirituality is getting it in any freaking time you can. There's my 11-11 alarm. People who have been around the podcast, you will often hear that. I always seem to be recording at 11-11. Anyway, so we need to get it in when we can. And if you've been around my social media or been in the membership or taken programs, you may have heard me say, sometimes it's escaping to a bathroom to have five minutes or two minutes and take some conscious deep breaths. It's getting it in when you can. It's utilizing and thinking of it and becoming present to the moment when you can. There's times where I've started, you know, as I go grocery shopping, before I go in, I take a second of silence or I sip my coffee and just look up at the clouds before I get into the grocery store. It's a coming back home. It's a practice of mindfulness when I can, because I don't know about you, but in my life right now, I'm finding it the most challenging to set aside time for myself with my children, the pandemic, my business, everything's very busy, everything's very close quarters. So if I can't get in a meditation, I'm going to take it when I can. If I can't get in a full yoga, I'm going to take it in as I can. I've been doing handstands lately. So a handstand here or a seven minute flow there with the kids, with the baby crawling around, that's what I have to do. So that may not be your life. You may not have a baby, but take that sort of mentality of getting it in when you can, coming back to center when you can. Embrace the mess. Don't wait for the mess to go away. Embrace the mess. And that's when you will really start to find that you become more mindful. So the second point, and this will help build on the first point, The second point is simplify your practice. So the first thing I recommend doing on this spiritual path when we're, you know, trying to be spiritual and we're busy and we're this and we're that and there's triggers and our egos are going crazy and we don't have the money we want and the opportunities we want. It's very easy to get sucked into all that. So we need to simplify our mindfulness practice. And the very first thing I recommend is getting present. 
There was an episode not too long ago about manifesting in the now, and it goes much deeper into that. I recommend you go check it out. It's a few episodes ago and it's really powerful, but we need to get present. We need to do the simplest things that are actually the most powerful. Humans complicate things. We think we need a giant plan like I was talking about in order to be successful. But really, when you talk about spirituality and mindfulness and presence and finding your joy and connecting to her, it just involves connecting, taking a second, taking a deep breath, getting present to the moment, making a point to slow down whether it's in your car or it's when you're in the shower or it's when you're brushing your teeth or maybe pouring some tea for yourself or driving. Just take a second to become present and slow down. So within this point of simplifying your practice, I want to remind you again that what you focus on expands. What you focus on becomes more present, more obvious, more around in your experience. So if you're taking a moment in your chaotic, crazy life to connect to your breath, and I'm talking 30 seconds to connect to your breath or more, of course, but sometimes that's all we have. It shifts your vibration. It gives a message to your cells that it's okay. We are safe. We are present. You become back in alignment with the story that the source inside you is telling. You're going to hear more guidance. You're going to feel more connected. And then you're going to go back in to the office or to the kids or to a conversation or whatever it is you've got going on. Take a moment. Slow down. Take a deep breath. So simplify your practice. Aim for the first week even. The intention is just to come back to center. So have an intention. I'm going to come back to center every time I realize I'm not in center. That's a very great commitment because you can't mess it up. You're not wrong. Even if you go all day, don't go, oh man, I didn't connect all day. Go right now. I'm aware that I disconnected. Let me take a minute. Let me hear my breath. Let me tune into the blood flowing through my veins. Let me just go inside for a second. And there, you've done it. So for the first week even of trying to be more mindful, just make the intention to come back when you're thrown off. Even if you forget for three days, don't beat yourself up. Just come back. Just come back and do it now. More is not better. Better is better. So half-assed coming back to the moment because you have to is not better than fully coming back even if it's for 30 seconds, even if it's after three days of forgetting. Really tuning in, really coming back, really feeling the truth of who you are is so powerful that even if you didn't do it for a couple days or a couple hours, it's okay. Just do it now. It shifts you now. It changes your point of attraction now. So in these crazy times, when you're trying to be a modern monk, when you're trying to get it all together and figure it out and advance and grow and save and manifest and do all the things, just take moments to become present and it will shift everything. You may forget, you may fall off. There's not even a falling off. That's a human story to try to make you feel bad. Just come back and now you're back. It's all good, right? The third 
step, the third aspect of this messy spirituality, this trying to be a modern monk that I think is really important is, again, in the theme of keeping it simple, just focus on nurturing your mind, body, and soul continuously. So instead of having to do this specific meditation or this much yoga or this exact journaling process, I want you to just start thinking and bringing into your radar, how am I nurturing my mind, body, and soul continuously? So you can make this a daily practice where before you start your day, you make sure to touch on your mind, body, and soul. So mind could be reciting in your mind something you're grateful for, realizing you're awesome, connecting to possibility, remembering the universe has your back, connecting with that truth. And then your body could be reaching up and having a nice big stretch. It could be working out. It could be moving, going for a walk, doing anything that feels good in the moment, even rolling your wrists and your ankles before you start the day, connecting to your body, taking a few deep breaths. And then soul, taking a moment of silence, taking a moment to meditate, getting out your mala beads and going around once, connecting, asking yourself, what does my soul want today? Nurturing your mind, body, and soul can take 30 seconds. It can take five minutes. It can be three separate practices, or you could do yoga and do them all in one. But asking yourself, keeping that focus on, am I nurturing my mind, body, and soul continuously? Because if you do, with no rules, it doesn't mean every day, every hour, every this, every that. It's just, am I doing it? Am I cycling through? Which area could use a little more love? Does my body need more love today? Maybe it's my soul right now needs to be expanded. Maybe my mind today is just wanting motivation and inspiration and to learn new things. How can you nurture your mind, body, and soul on a continuous rotating basis? That is modern spirituality. Breaking it down, making it simple, because it's messy and our lives are crazy. But when we're thrown off, if we remember to just come back to the moment, come back to the present, tune in, take a deep breath before we react, take a deep breath before we decide what's next, before we start our day. If you make it super simple, which is what it truly is. We don't need to make it more complicated. So the three points. First, it's remember that you don't have to be a monk. Stop pretending you have to be a monk. You have to do it all. You have to be perfect. Stop pretending meditation has to look a certain way, that you have to do X, Y, Z three times a week, five times a week, seven days a week. Stop pretending that you have to be perfect embrace your mess. Say, wow, there's a lot going on in my life and I'm still doing a great job. I'm doing my best, right? Don't pretend that it has to look a certain way. Don't put that extra pressure on yourself because it's useless pressure. It's ego-made pressure so that you'll hopefully start to perceive that you're failing and give up because your ego knows that you'll listen to it less if you tune into the moment. You'll listen to it less if you find your power. So it's just going to come in and try to have you see how you're failing and you're not doing it right so that hopefully you'll throw in the towel. But this time you're leaning into the light. You know it's going to try and you're going to continue to lean into the light. Embrace the mess. Do the best you can. The second point is simplifying your practice. 
coming back to breath, coming back to the moment, coming back to the simple things that feel good, like quiet, like a meditation, like writing out what you're grateful for, like connecting to her. One of the simplest things that you can do that takes no money, there's no set time it needs to take, you can do it anywhere. Connect to her, simplify your practice. Don't take on some big, rigid, crazy thing unless you're drawn to that. If you're so stoked to join a group of people meditating every day for 30 days, do it. But remember, it doesn't have to be that. You can just take a second to connect to her, the version of yourself that is living the life that you're meant for. Connect to her. Connect to breath. Slow down. Become present. It'll shift everything. And then third is nurture your mind, body, and soul continuously with small things. Take a glass of water, I'm nurturing my body. Take a moment of silence, I'm nurturing my mind and my soul. You know, cycle through these things, find new ways to nurture your mind, to learn new things, to read a book, to, you know, try hypnosis, try try different cool things that will shift your mindset. Nurture your body, eat a little bit more plants, Drink a little bit more water. Talk kindly to yourself. Stretch. Get a massage. Get a pedicure. How can you nurture your body? And then your soul. Tune into your soul. Get connected to your soul's purpose, its callings, its longings, its desires. Tune into what your soul is calling you to be and do and have and express. Tune into what feels good, to the truth of who you are. And continuously cycle through those things and realize that that is modern spirituality. It's not going to look the same every day. You're going to do all your cool practices. You're going to go to work and you're going to be thrown off and that's okay too. Just simplify. Come back to the moment. Come back to the present. Take a second in the washroom. Do a quick five-minute meditation if you can. Allow yourself to feel your feelings. Just come back to presence. Come back to okayness. Come back to you're doing a great job. Find your inner Tahiti. Find the place that feels good inside. And then go back out. And then when you get triggered again, go back to the washroom stall. (laughs) Go back to your car or whatever, right? This is modern times. It's messy. It's up and down and all over the place. And if you allow yourself, you're never going to feel like you're doing a good job because you're always getting thrown off. But that's me and that's everybody else as well. And the journey is to just practice and have it be a little less over time. And then have it be a little less as you gain more knowledge and more awareness and more practices and support and release and healing. It just gets less and less, but it doesn't get less tomorrow It's practicing coming back to center, this present moment, feeling your feelings, tuning into your breath, getting quiet, continuously, even after an intense phone call, even after you've been thrown off, even after you emotionally reacted, just come back to center. It is what it is. You don't have to be a monk. You don't have to be perfect. Come back to the path. And when you're crying on the kitchen floor or you're having a meltdown, Just remind yourself, this is part of the practice. This is part of the journey. This is not wrong. This is not bad. This is not separate from the journey. This is the journey. That's modern spirituality. That's being a modern monk, right? A monk in modern times. 
get help, see through the next level, you know, just come back to the truth. The thing to not do is to feel like it's happening to everyone else, but not to you. To feel like you're behind, to feel like you're messing it up, to say you're messing it up, to give up, to give up on hearing your truth, to give up on being positive, to give up on believing that the universe has your back. That's what not to do. It's okay to numb yourself for a bit or to be thrown off or to have a few really bad days. Just come back. Come back to the light. I'm calling you. Come back to the light. Come back to the truth. Listen to an inspiring podcast. Read a book. Listen to some Abraham Hicks or Gabby Bernstein or Marianne Williamson or someone that really inspires you. Just come back to the light when you're ready. That's modern spirituality. Get thrown way off and then come back. Whenever you're ready, come back and you'll shorten your time over time. Things will bother you less over time. What used to be a meltdown for a week now is a day. What used to last a year now lasts for me a couple hours, if that. Like I'm talking really big stuff that used to throw me off and into disordered behavior and addiction. Now only, sometimes it's only a few minutes, sometimes it's a couple hours, but then I come back and I remember it's not truth. I connect to my breath. I do something beautiful for my body. I connect to my soul. I sleep and I come back and I get back into my truth. That's modern spirituality. That's being spiritual and awakening and becoming higher consciousness and more in touch with your gifts and your intuition and what the universe is calling you to be and how to create. You're going to find all of it in that, in the coming back, in the allowing that you're going to get thrown off. Allow yourself to be thrown off sometimes. Allow yourself to be triggered and angry and fearful and in shame sometimes. But then remember that it's not real. You've been tricked by the ego. You've fallen back into the matrix and the illusion and come back to the light. Come back to the enoughness. Come back to the truth of who you are and realize that there, that is the practice. It's not that I shouldn't have been thrown off yesterday. It's that I was and I came back. If you're feeling like you're in a funk and you're ready to come back and you're not quite sure what to do, I have a whole podcast episode, which is a meditation. It's episode 15 and it's just a meditation and it's called Back to Love and it's 10 minutes and it's for exactly this, coming back to love. When you get thrown off, making that choice to come back to center, to come back to okayness, to come back to faith and trust, reorient yourself again and be back in flow. So if you need help, and I resonate with you, go to episode 15, Back to Love Meditation. Use it whenever you need to. I literally have so many people that use it daily or every couple days as part of their routine to come back to love. It'll put you back into alignment with the life you want, back into alignment with the life that you're creating, and back into your power. I hope that you really get something from this modern spirituality, right? It's not the same as it used to be. It's not maybe what you have in your mind's eye of what you should be doing. It's being spiritual in this crazy life, right? Riding the subway and the bus and getting jobs and getting paid and paying taxes and going on dates and having friends and going to shows and, you know, a lot less of that right now currently in the world, but you know, that's life. Kids nagging at you, friends, you know, going through stuff, you feeling bad for this, you feeling not enough for that, 
You know, there's so many details. In the Tao Te Ching, Lao Tzu calls this the world of 10,000 things. You've maybe heard me mention this and it resonates with me so deep. So we have our spiritual self and our connection to source, but we are also humans and we live in the world of the 10,000 things. Does that sum it up so beautifully? All of the stuff, all of the details, that is what life is. And we can also choose to connect to the spirit of who we are, the truth of who we are, the soul of who we are, the, the ever expanding universe part of who we are. And that's modern spirituality. That's finding a way. So if it's journaling, if it's meditating, if it's taking a moment in the bathroom, if it's scribbling down what you're grateful for, listening to this podcast, anything that makes you come back to the truth of who you are is part of your spiritual practice. And you're allowed. You don't have to be a monk. You make it your way. And just keep coming back to the light. I'll see you soon. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I really hope you loved it. Before I go, I want to acknowledge you for taking time out of your day to fuel your spiritual connection and manifest your future. I know you're busy and just listening to this raises your vibe, resets your belief and creates a positive ripple effect into your life. And you are doing such a good job. I am honored that you invited me into your life and into your ears. It's a beautiful thing and I truly appreciate it. Remember, you are a powerful creator who is creating the most beautiful life as we speak. So today, I cheers to you.